On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Harry and his baby make it off this fuckhole we call Earth and get back home on Resident Alien. If Deke from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can win the Best Supporting Actor Shushi, despite not being eligible. And if Mike accepts his punishment and watches the movie Marry Me like an honorable human. All of that, plus X-Taz and She-Hulk on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. Nerds, welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones as well. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode. I did try to give the role away. Um, nobody would take it, so you're stuck with me tonight. Uh, speaking of people, the people who wouldn't take this job from me are here, um, not to, I guess, help me. Uh, first of all, there's Ryan. 348. 349. 350. Okay. Got my 350 push-ups done. I'm sorry, Cassie. What were you saying? Oh, 350 is what you're up to now, huh? Well, I just like a little bit of a work. I mean, I know that most people can probably do more push-ups than that, but I like mm-hmm. to do a little bit of a workout before the pod. Just get my, uh, just get the blood flowing. I mean, that's like your second round for the day, right? Like, uh, that's how you... I mean, try to stop me doing 350 push-ups in a time. I've, I would never, Ryan. I know. I could see once you're in the zone, I will never approach that. Uh-oh. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. I better do 350 push-ups. That's just the kind of guy I am. You just know. How many inspiring. push-ups can you do by the... And I, like, I didn't know that the conversation was going to take us down this path, but how oh, many push-ups even, can you when do? When you brought the mic down to you as you were doing push-ups, right. you didn't know it was going to no, go there? But no. how many can you do? I, like 10. 10. A solid 10. 10 is, per second? Or what are we talking about? Like here? 10 for the day, like... If mm. I get my tan in, I've done good. Can I give you some advice? Yeah, go for it. Uh, I would get love fucking, that. Uh, get a ripped fucking body like me, and then maybe you can do more. Cool. Uh, so is that like multiple steps? Is it like one step? Get uh, fucking step ripped? one: look in the mirror. Step two: get a fucking ripped ass body like I have. Okay. Cool. 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 Uh, took notes on that. Um, we'll see if I can get any more tips. Uh, here, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> any more tips? Yeah. Drink nothing but protein. Leave nothing but footprints. <laughs> <laughs> okay so if i drink protein where am i leaving the footprints like wait everywhere? and i'm sorry bro like um my actual my gym person the guy who is in charge of me uh is number one jesus christ and he doesn't leave footprints so well he's probably not a right swell now? bro then is he uh no i think he's the swollest and the swellest mm, he can't be swell if he's trying to steal everybody's heroin have you seen those pictures he's just like oh you're uh, gonna do heroin i'm shoving my arm in first I have not seen those pictures. <laughs> it's crazy. Straight up, like right now, Google Jesus does heroin. It's All wild right. pictures. He's always Cassie, trying to I- steal somebody's age. Cassie, you cannot be good at push-ups. Cassie, you're going to throw to me a lot because you're the host and I'm, you know, you're second in charge. Yeah. Uh, first in charge. Tied for in charge. Uh, but I'm not going to be able to answer because I'm going to be Googling <laughs> Jesus and heroin. You're going to be Googling. Uh, be sure to be saving those photos. We're going to need those later. Um, Caitlin, how's it going? Hi. I actually did 350 push-ups right now um, while Ryan was talking, and I did them quicker than he did. That was impressive. And, and you I, were quiet about it. Yeah, because I was doing heroin at the same time. Oh, my <laughs> God. And people call me Jesus, by the way. So, Mike, <laughs> I'm sorry, Caitlin. I know this is your big it's moment. Jesus. But um, 
so it's supposed to be your arm, but he's putting his arm in the way, like a, yeah. somebody diving in front of a bullet. Of he, a he stealing your high, that <laughs> you probably <laughs> sold your last gold tooth for it. What a and fucker. So, Jesus is that guy who's like, hey, do you have a cigarette? Hey, do you have a joint? Yeah. Hey, do you have heroin? Oh, a right in the last second, I'm going to fucking steal your heroin. Jesus was a mooch. Hey, Cassie, I would like to think that this is the kind of show where we talk about heroines like Supergirl. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, Sarah Lance from Legends of Those are my kind of heroines. Great. And my, all Mike wants to do is bring up the heroine that's in fucking Jesus's vein. <laughs> and honestly, that's the one I want to focus on for a bit. Oh, okay, so fuck <laughs> so that. Go ahead and, uh, yeah. He go was ahead the original superhero. Yeah, if you think about it, there was one who did rise from the if dead. If you ignore Achilles and Gilgamesh. <laughs> but, um, Mike, how were these, were people sending you these photos? How are these photos coming into your life? I thought this know? was like widespread knowledge, but now I'm afraid that my family was trying to tell me something <laughs> they think about my habits. The things that you send us that is quote unquote widespread knowledge <laughs> ranges from Thanos spreading his fucking cheeks <laughs> to yeah. Jesus doing heroin. <laughs> widespread knowledge. Thanos widespreading the knowledge butthole. Is, and so is it weird to get the studio, the pop filter studio decorated in the theme of Jesus stealing heroin from the people <laughs> who need it? Well, yeah, because the, de- the decorations around it, it's a pretty dope room. I need it to be like those inspirational posters, but every single right. one is just <laughs> with a different quote. Is Jesus taking it? Don't let you? I, well, your friend steal your high. <laughs> what I want to do is like have a series of pictures where it's Jesus taking the heroin. Yeah. And then in the next one, it's like a shark jumping in the way of in between <laughs> Jesus and the needle. And then that's injected with heroin. <laughs> and just all the way around. And there's so many people getting heroin because Jesus invented the one thing he ever did was invent the idea of stealing somebody's heroin at the last second. Like, oh, gotcha, bitch, and then takes the heroin. There's nothing I've ever wanted more than this. Um, yes, we all got to take our group heroin right now, though, because it's a banger of an episode we got going on. Um, Cassie, wait, hold on. I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. You only drink beer, mm-hmm. so it's hard to steal. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fucking... I'm going to throw something at your tummy. Yeah. You're going to spit it all out, and I'm going to suck it all up as soon as it's Wow. That's, That's like what a, Jesus would do. It's, it's like, like a, a fountain effect. What would it's Jesus like a bad do? baby bird. Like, it's, it's a bad time. I don't like it. I'm ready. No, let's ready? go to break. Let's go to break. <laughs> all right. We're going to go to break, but when we come back, we're going to do the best movie review we could, ever could. Marry me, marry me, say yes. Marry me, marry me, say yes. Marry me, marry me, we're back. say yes. For our bullpen. For this bullpen, we are doing a movie review. Um, the movie I am most excited that we've ever reviewed in my entire life. Uh, Ryan, please tell us about Marry Me. Not long ago, Patreon members were treated to a story about a young Cassie as she scaled the walls of the library under the Vatican looking for the Declaration of Independence. Instead, she found a graphic novel called Marry Me by Bobby Crosby. Assuming that it coincidentally had the same name as her favorite movie of all time, she opened it up and found out that that movie, Marry Me, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson, is based on a comic. It tells the story of who gives a fuck. Mike, you got in trouble this week and had to watch this movie as a punishment. Yes. Did the punishment fit the crime, or is Marry Me a rollicking good time at the theater? The, and when I say theater, I mean the place where Cassie and Kate, Caitlin actually watched this movie. Ooh, twice. Oof. Twice. Okay, it was a rollicking good time on my laptop on my tummy. Uh, I don't know if I would see it in the theater twice. I, did you, Mike, did you do that thing where you, because you have that ability to lay on your back and make ripples go through your tummy? Did you make the uh-huh. screen do that as well? Yeah, I was dancing the whole time. 
I'm going to say the punishment didn't fit the crime because do you think a prisoner ever gets like, you're sentenced to 10 years and the judge actually sends them to, accidentally sends them to sandals? It was a delight. <laughs> yeah. I fucking kidding. I God. sat on it. I wanted to text all week about what a great time at the laptop yes, I, I had. I thought you were going to hate it. This is so delightful. You have ruined my night and ruined this episode I of the podcast. I you would love it. I <laughs> love rom-coms. And I feel like Holly, Big Hollywood has not put out this kind of movie oh. out in so long. God. Uh, is it derivative? For sure. Or do they At the end, do they just rip off from when Harry met Sally and do mm-hmm. interviews for no reason? Definitely. Uh, but J Lo and Owen are so charming. J Lo, J Lo and are so charming. Uh, is it rushed? Yes. There's too many montages for sure. Are there comedic actors who uh, are underused? Wasted. That's what a rom com is, baby. This felt like 2003. <laughs> it was crazy. It's like you've got mail. Oh, we have Dave Chappelle for yes. one and a half scenes. This is uh, Sarah Silverman in the Dave yeah. Chappelle role, whose name is I'm sorry, guess. Parker? Parker. Parker. A girl named Parker, would you, would you <laughs> uh, believe that? Like, like Even more Parker. underused, Michelle Bateau is uh, J-Lo's assistant, and mm. she, Michelle is so fucking funny, and in this movie, she's there. She, yeah. <laughs> they don't really let her shine in it, but the, she she still brings a little bit of her energy. And I bet on the cutting room floor is like a hundred funny Bateau things. I want the oh, extended yeah. cut. I'd pay to watch the extended cut. Jesus Christ. Like the four and a half hour <laughs> yeah, get, Peter Jackson bury me. <laughs> in, like, J-Lo had to learn that filming everything and being a pop star isn't what life's all about and you, you should like, normal people are fine, <laughs> which was the, her lesson. <laughs> and I did not like that Owen Wilson had to learn that social media is actually pretty cool and you should be on TikTok as <laughs> in your 50s. I didn't agree with the message necessarily, but yeah, I just look at these movie stars being charming at each other and much more like I watch a lot of rom-coms and I don't buy people falling for each other. By the end, I legit bought why these two would be into each other. This is fucking disgusting to me. As somebody who has not watched this movie, I am fucking enraged. Ryan, you text us and you're like, I have so much time this week, but I'm not going to watch Marry Me because it's awful. It's so good. It does. It feels like this movie, like that you didn't think could still exist. Like there couldn't be yes. this cheesy of a yeah. one that's so perfectly rom com, and yet here it is in the year two thousand twenty two. And Mike, you're so right. It seems like it should be living in like two thousand three, and I'm thankful for being brought back to or two thousand two. Yeah, if you're a listener of Movie of the Year, that's the year that we're doing. Uh, I just I look for more J highbrow, and you guys look for J lowbrow. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, you're so more you're into more the hustlers. cell. <laughs> yeah, I love the cell. <laughs> The self ruled. Hustles was good too. So there was no part like obviously the plot super cheesy. Um, was there? I any- love a cheese plot. That's fine, man. Perfect. Like it should be. It should be like higher concept than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I will say. Um, I do think that in these typical comedies, let's say they're ninety minutes roughly. Um, this was two hours and fourteen minutes. So it was too long. <laughs> the, the first what? act is all about hanging out with the characters, getting to know them, and jokes. And the act two is like sort of sloppy and getting to know them. But some of my favorite rom coms of all time are just trash third acts because now they have to tell the story. But it doesn't. That part does not count. Like yeah. Notting Hill right. is one of my favorite movies of all time. Trash third act. All of all of these rom coms have trash third acts. It's just about getting to know the characters and then getting to hang out with them for that middle hour. Yeah. Do they go and to the airport at the end? She, there, there is, is an, an airport, airport scene. <laughs> there is. They really do play the hits, man. They, they literally they got anything you can think of. They got it in this one. Is this movie and, called Now That's What I Call Rom-Com? Yes. Name name anything in a rom-com right now. We'll tell you how it was in Marry Me. 
Um, did they ask the police to like set up a barrier so they could get to the anywhere quicker? I think the think... whole town was shut down for a concert or something. I can't remember actually. Yeah, he has to run across town a few times in the movie. Did the bad guy Jay Lo's first fiance? Mm-hmm. Did he ever Bastion. get like poop on his head? Or step no. poop. No, he didn't. They, there no. was not enough poop for me. But it was very funny to watch like a Bad Bunny type stand-in be baffled that a pop star would be into Owen Wilson and not him. Okay, that was like, like it is. It's Maluma, hot as shit. And by the end, I was like, I was torn being Maluma like so caught hot. up in this like magical universe where Owen Wilson and J Lo could actually he cheated be on her with her assistant. <laughs> Do you see Maluma though? Do you see him? This Fuck guy. That. Yeah, J Lo, J Lo, or whatever her name is in this movie, can get with anybody. She does not need to get with a guy who's going to cheat on her. But could she? But would she get with Owen Wilson? Was so why I would. He was just so nice and kind to her, and she just needed someone who was kind. That's why she ended up with him. All right, couple (laughs) things. One, Mike, does Maluma have big Volchak energy? And two. We have to stop saying wow as if we're Owen Wilson, but instead like a farm animal. I, I, every time we do this on the show, it sounds like we're, we're raising a farm of and Owen Wilson. the cow Wilson's. goes, wow. <laughs> Flawless. Perfect. Now, this guy's not hot. No. Oh, uh, you got to watch Marry Me. Um, Look at him. His Here's voice. a picture of him biting his so necklace. So fucking hot. He's hot. <laughs> Sorry about it. I'll send you a better one. And we can post it on Patreon, or we can post it on the Instagram, so everyone else can see how hot he is. Is he hotter than Jay Balvin? He, who's Jay, Jay Bal- Balvin? Jay Balvin's hot too. Is he hotter than I Bad think- Bunny? Yes. I don't know what Bad Bunny looks. No. Like. <laughs> who's Jay Balvin? <laughs> no, I'm seriously making up shit and hoping that it's six. <laughs> All right, Mike. What was your absolute favorite? Uh, well, actually, I want to talk about the soundtrack. Banger after banger for you. Um. Please, Mike, don't sell me out here. What I appreciated. Was they didn't they weren't fake songs, but they were certainly not songs. And this is like anything where there's a top pop star or top comedian and they have to perform, and you're like, oh, you couldn't spend an extra month and make a good one. <laughs> well, it's a it's a really fine line though between, especially in a movie like this, where are you making real ass pop songs that sound like real pop songs, or are you doing like the Thirty Rock version? Of pop songs. And I, w- I think this is a step towards 30 Rock, but not full-on Girls 5 Eva-ing it. So, but, but that sounds like it's not on purpose. So they just were bad at making pop songs. I, why, I don't know why I'm rooting against this movie so much. <laughs> you really are. You, you came in expecting me to be like, I had the worst week ever because yeah. I watched this. And you were instantly mad that I was like, this is pretty delightful. It's a fucking it's, punishment, Mike. It's, it's delightful. Yeah. Hey. Sometimes your parents spank you and you find out you have a thing. <laughs> oh, not all punishments do the thing they're supposed to do. Uh, I remember that first time five-year-old Mike got spanked and he was just like, Mary me. I'm Mary. <laughs> I do. I almost, I really wanted to get the comic for this to like finally review um, mm-hmm. what the, how it changed the and everything. Material. Yeah, the source material and see how we got here. Oh my God. Because it's still like, it's baffling that this was genuinely based on a comic. You know, if I uh, sorry, I might interrupt, but if I dyed bleach my hair, my tips blonde and grow a beard, I would look exactly like this. I mean, you are doing like what is it, three hundred and fifty push-ups? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. You that's are a, shredded. That's about a third of what Bastion does. <laughs> I thought for sure Cassie was going to be like, "Well, you are doing what are you doing? Three hundred fifty pounds?" So yeah, maybe. Something like that. <laughs> no, you're absolutely shredded, and everyone knows that. They can hear it on the mic. That um, is so much meaner than if she said three hundred fifty pounds. <laughs> Uh, I do want a final ranking for this movie. Um, in 
would you go back to this one as like a rom-com day? Like when you want to find one, would you go back? Yeah. Absolutely great. I mean, um, I watched I watched You Got Mail a few months ago because I wanted I had a free Saturday night. Like th- this is my shit. Uh, but no, like if you do, you want me to rank it amongst other rom coms? Throw me a rom com and I'll tell you if this is worse or better. Notting Hill, When Harry Met Sally. Worse, worse. <laughs> Say anything, Jerry Maguire. This is worse. Is Jerry Maguire a rom com? Yeah. Is it a com? I don't remember enough except that a human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> Sorry, do you guys have rom coms that you enjoy? Um, Cassie's fucking friends. mind went blank. <laughs> Cassie hates uh, don't say just being friends. asked about what's movies. Other, what's the what's the name of the one with Ashton Kutcher? Strings attached, no strings attached. Oh, this is better than no strings attached for oh, sure. Gotta win. There we gotta go. Win. At least win. one. At least one. There we go. With I, would, I would love a movie called Strings Attached. Where just <laughs> some strings attached. There are so many strings attached. It's just about a normal relationship. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Or you're fucking Pinocchio. Oh, there we go. So this is better than all your Catherine Heigl's in the mid 2000s. Mm. 27 dresses? Oh. I put this above 27 dresses. Well, okay, 27 this is a big moment. Isn't guys. that great? That came out on It's my way bigger than The Ugly Truth. <laughs> I've never seen it, but I have to assume she wears 27 dresses at the same time and looks like a big roly poly. <laughs> she does. It's I wish. Great. We did have to watch a montage of her putting on all those fucking dresses, though. One by one, not all at once. Yeah. Would have been better. Heigl. Um, all right. Thank you so much for watching this. I'm so glad you, you enjoyed it. Um, uh, fuck you and your stupid face. <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to get double punished next week because I liked this one too much? No, but what that means is that next time you have to get punished, we're going to go even deeper and darker. <laughs> so it's going to be Batman. <laughs> you can try to break him. Um, I'll both- just like it harder. <laughs> oh, no. It's going to be his mom's sex tape. No. Based on go. a comic Absolutely. I wrote. We gotta go to our main events, Resident Alien, coming up now. This week on Resident Alien, we open up with a documentary of people who had alien encounters. Meanwhile, the Greys are here and have gotten jurisdiction from Harry's people to take over Earth and Harry can go home. Harry decided that he can't leave Earth, so he sends baby Bridget home and stays back to save Earth from the Greys. In the end, Harry shows Darcy he's an alien, and then Harry gets kidnapped. Taste buds, I ask you this. Do we think the baby alien is safe in that ship? Oh, uh, should we just jump to the end? This end was horrifying to me. Dude, it was, yeah. Sending your Uh, infant alone in a spaceship? I guess we're done done joking around, (laughs) sci-fi. Like, with what I think is... Uh, the four of us are going to be on the best of the years for Pop Filter at the end. Mm-hmm. And Resident Alien, despite being an hour, should be in the best comedy list. Yes. Right? Like, mm-hmm. There's few yeah. shows that I laugh at more. And this ends with fucking uh, Mayor Ben looking over and seeing his oh, baby yeah. there. Was, yeah, it and was. Then, uh, like all of the baby shit, like the baby alien going up, the guy on the, the park bench going up, and mm-hmm. then the popcorn going after that. What was Mayor Ben doing? He was looking out the window and he was sleepwalking, right? And then earlier on, he was sleepwalking. So, or he's probably sleepwalking then too. Are we, are we led to believe now that his sleepwalking since he was a kid is that he has also been one of these people who's abducted by things? I think so. The I think that's what something? they were. That's why he's such a fucking nerdy dork. That's why he's a nerdy dork. That's why he sucks. It's because the Greys got him. Do you know? It's a sign that this is a great comedy. Is uh, my wife does not watch this show regularly and. Every time it's been on the last month, we'll just sit down and be like, I don't know what's happening, and laugh her ass off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't need the, to know the plots. Mm-hmm. You know how you can tell that is uh, 
when we go to movie of or a moment of the week, and I don't know if we have a moment of the week in the main segment. We do now. New thing. Is that uh, we have like, wait, hold on. I have 12. Yes. Because there's 12 yeah. one-liners that you could don't, uh, sometimes said by the sheriff, but uh, 12 <laughs> one-liners that you can repeat. I think that's why it's serious moments hit so hard is because there is like, when it's joking, it's like some of the dumbest, best jokes, but mm-hmm. they're all so dumb. And that's like, you're like, ah, oh, this is just, this is this type of show. And then it'll come in and fucking wreck you. But the other thing too is that a lot of the jokes, a lot of the joke style is, you know what that reminds me of? Again, going back to the sheriff, you know what that reminds me of? And then right there, you have set yourself up for any joke you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Family Guy would do something very like nostalgic and stupid. When they ha- hit that punchline, I have no fucking it's idea what insane. they're going to say, and it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's not just that reminds me of is r- running gags like Harry changing the baby alien's name every time he talks to it throughout this episode, and it's always the funniest. Do not choice. drink the toilet water, Fernando. <laughs> yeah, he's like Chaz. Don't make me. And then Zahar being like, For "You rad. cannot name the baby Chaz." Chaz. The when Zahar came in and was like, um, hey, this baby is the bridge between our two planets. Um, it needs a name that's fitting. And he came back with Bridget. Fucking beautiful. Beautiful thought, and perfect. I thought the name was just gonna be Bridge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then at Bridget. <laughs> and his his fucking goodbye gift to Max, who we all hate, but was adorable and funny all at the same time. And Max is like, dude, you like me. Fuck off. Like I think they finally figured out how to, like, Max was always, like, kind of one of the weaker ones, obviously. But, uh, like, I feel like they figured out how to use him perfectly. Like, just kind of bring him in for quick little moments and then make him, like, uh, not down talk to Harry, but get real with Harry. Mm -hmm. Be like, no, you like me. But, yeah, in this season, uh, establish Max. Max is there. We don't need storylines. Yeah, we just got to check in with Max. Like, hey, Max is still here. And you're like, cool. Even That's all his, I needed from him. His best friend, his parents, and his nemesis forget that he exists all the time, but he's still <laughs> here. <laughs> Mainly the parents. The parents never know where that kid's at. They're either fighting or fucking, but they do not give a shit about their child. <laughs> not a single fuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of this uh, season has been, do we want a second one? Mm-hmm. Guys, you did not want the first one, and that's evident <laughs> every day, all day. Uh, what did you guys think about the... Intersti- the when Harry met Sally interstitials of like here's when I was like the documentary yeah. yeah I thought it was weird and it like it pulled me out I didn't know if it was a commercial um, or not and then it wasn't it <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know how it went together it again calling back to to the wife which I'm sorry to do I won't do it again uh, she was like no this is has to be a real documentary right because it's not funny and. They're all like pretty lame stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, felt it, weird because of that. It yeah. was, and then like, because there would be like kind of jokes, but then you were like, no, nah, I mean, like they're believing it. And then they had um, the deputy tell her story, and uh-huh. hers was very real, you know. And you're like, oh no, 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 it's serious. It's something. Which like that's the angle that they were going for the entire time is that we're going to show five realish people because mm-hmm. the first one is the publisher of Dark Horse Comics. Yeah, yeah. which so, makes this. The comic this is based on, right? Right. Yeah. So, like, he was like, hey, somebody should write about my experiences, I guess, in real world. I don't even know if this is the actual publisher, but I thought he did. He's a great actor. Yeah. Like, he told that story. And that's not something that you, you're probably going to typically find with publishers of comic book companies, is that they're good at acting. Mm-hmm. But what it, uh, And then it eventually went to live, of course, because it had to, like, fold in from the real world to the resident alien world. But the one that drove me fucking crazy is I can't take married couples telling a story at the same time. The, the two uh, nose-pierced campers? 
and they're just <laughs> looking yeah. at each other like, should I talk? Should I talk? Should, yeah. wait, what part should I say? Shut the, like, hey, all spouses, somebody tell the story. The other person, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I will. I will shake my head. If my wife starts telling a story and looks like she's going to throw to me, I just cross my arms and go, you dug yeah. this hole. Or if I'm telling a story <laughs> and my wife uh, bounces in, I'll be like, I'm out. And I will oh. literally never say another word. This is your story this now, is, I guess. We're not doing the back and forth thing. Like, this is your story now. And uh, nary a word will be said by me. <laughs> but I will huff yeah, it- and kick at the dirt like a bull. <laughs> <laughs> and I am ready when it is my turn. <laughs> Um, if we go to the beginning, we do have a lot of time of Harry being a dad, and now he's a dad of, is it three aliens or two aliens? It's, it's very confusing. I think yeah. it is two aliens. When it's in alien form, it is smaller than Grogu. Okay. And then it, it puts on the, as he calls it, the monkey suit, and it's the, uh, kid, the kid he died in the mine. The lost kid. Who knows and, a few oh. words. With alien stuff, Grogu is the new bread box. Right, yes. that's how you define exactly. aliens: is smaller than a Grogu or bigger than a Grogu. <laughs> uh, and then no, his other son is twenty-eight years old. <laughs> like, I'm gonna sign you up for a soccer practice. <laughs> oh, Don't you slam that door. <laughs> that was my favorite. Was to have like at first, um, I I had it on a smaller screen, and I thought it was an actual teen. So going back between the two, I was like, "This is delightful." I'm so glad they did this. And then it brought him back, and it was a full grown ass man. I was like, even more delightful. He did it again, Resident Alien. It kind of made me bummed that that character's gone. I wanted yeah. him to treat a full on grown man like a child, <laughs> and, yeah. and for whatever reason, the dude just isn't leaving. Yeah, <laughs> but only childlike punishments. Yes. <laughs> I will take away your Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I'll just buy a new one, one, not dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do have where Harry has this moment where he, he was going to bail on Earth. And that's when uh, Max was like, you're not going to bail. And I think we all knew he wasn't going to bail. Yeah, I mean, th- the thing that fucked me up, and this is what this season has taught me. Because I got to say that Resident Alien seasons don't move at a quick pace. No. Right? Like, there's, yeah. there's not a lot of stuff going on. Which so is why we I love had, it, is that they also forget that there's an alien invasion plot going on in the background. Right, but the craziest thing was that he was making a goodbye message to Asta. Mm-hmm. And that was heartbreaking because Asta is his whole world. Mm-hmm. Like That is it. Like She is the representative for all of humanity. And I know at this point, after watching 16 episodes this season, plus all the other seasons, how hard that must have been to just be like, Say goodbye to Asta. And then when she walks in, she finds the message. And she's like, what the fuck? You were, are, this is seriously what you were going to do? Mm-hmm. Asta's the everything. Yeah. But it still had, like, this joke element to it that I couldn't tell, like, if it was, like, obviously he's not going to do it or, like, this is just the show. So does that ruin the stakes of the show? No, because it's just, like, it puts it on different stakes that I've never experienced before, I guess. So it's still, like, I'm still on edge. I just don't know. You like, also you know, still don't know what he's going to do because he has the baby with him. So it's like, are you going to take the baby with you? Now. Are you going to send both your boys? Like, going to eat the baby, which he you? almost yeah. did. Oh, my <laughs> fucking was... God, when he was licking the baby. Ryan, have you ever done that to your infant? <laughs> well, I mean. Almost ate it. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'll lick her leg and I'll be like, hmm, could I? Could Should I? I? Jonathan Swift made some good points. <laughs> um, 
in the midst of all this though he does he does send his baby away uh it's a he has this moment where he's like i was a father and this is the hardest thing and in that we do have asta connecting with um her daughter jay mm-hmm. which like those moments also very touching when the, she came to her it was like hey like i she came to her twice and the second one for dress shopping i was like stop this is too precious it, it, it grounded it and this is what resonant alien is so good at is it grounded in real stuff where she's like my mom and she, her, you know, her, the mom who's raised her, she got me this dress. And Ash is like, that is a gorgeous dress, but our skin tone. And that's one of those things where it's like, it's not like touching out of nowhere. It's like, that's some real shit. Mm-hmm. And this is like, the woke left wants this to happen. Like, it's just, it's so subtle and, and grounds this goofy alien show in reality so well to talk yeah, about it- that. The other moment like that is when Asta's daughter is coming in. Asta's at the diner in a booth, and Asta sees her daughter coming in, and she's like, "No, no, 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 no! Please don't see me. Like, you love this person more than anything, mm-hmm. and yet you're so worried about confrontation and being hurt again and hurting her again that you're like, it's like you're talking to a high school teacher of like, please don't make eye contact. You're with right. me. I don't know the answer to this question <laughs> that you're about to ask. <laughs> they always fucking ask you though. Yeah." Um. Yeah, those were like just like touching moments, and we had Harry's little breakdown of like, uh, you know, like I I sent my kid away essentially, and he was like, and it's the most like being a parent is the most precious thing you can have or whatever essentially, and I was like Harry, but um, did that hit Brian? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I do, I do wonder if this show hits different now that I have a kid because it's obvious, constant humans are good. Was a little eye rolly. Mm-hmm. pre-baby and now I'm like they are so good <laughs> <laughs> but also Harry understands me that other way where like he sends his baby away and he's like well you forgot your snacks I will eat them and he just <laughs> fucking goes to town on a Ziploc baggie of snacks okay but they were fucking good ass snacks <laughs> yeah. good like snack. wow it was the perfect amount of time it was a solid like maybe like five seconds of like you forgot them <laughs> They're no, mine now eat them. <laughs> that's real where is Bart his dinner's getting all cold and eaten <laughs> Um, the other big thing we had happen was, um, for a moment we thought Darcy and Asta were going to break up their friendship because Darcy had found, uh, I cannot say that medicine that killed, uh, the doctor or whatever, but she was like, you have been keeping this from me. Like you, like I'm supposed to be your person. We're done. Essentially. Darcy's a real loyalty pimp. Like she really needs it to survive. And if you break that, she breaks. Like she's so fragile. If, if she like, even if you're not lying to her, you're just lying around her or tangentially about, or not about her, but like around her, she really freaks out. Mm -hmm. And this was it. Like she was going to go break up with Asta, not, because she even cared that much, just because she's so self-destructive. Yeah. And Asta was the final thing. Not mm-hmm. the murder. It's not that you maybe right. helped or knew about Sam's murder. It's that you didn't tell me this and knew this thing, and that Harry is your best friend now. Darcy hits home hard, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me, too, in a different way. Do you guys know what it's like <laughs> to be friends with a Darcy? <laughs> it's draining. I can tell you I've witnessed it both on TV and in person. Um <laughs> But and on podcast, just hurtly, just this luscious redhead who you want to spend time with until you don't, and then they freak out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, at the end we do have obviously the terrifying abduction at the end. But Harry's also taken by the government. But I guess this is a, a good thing. Is it the Gray's government? Like no, no, no. That's the this Linda the Hamilton. General? Yeah, she's the general that Goliath was like, "Hey, you killed her in the past, but this time work with her." Uh, oh, and she's geez. been. 
she's the men in black uh, and she's mm-hmm. been working quote unquote against us, but actually they want the same thing because the greys are evil. Right. So like uh, Harry was like, kill the earth, protect the earth. I don't know what to do. And then, but also like, obviously fight Linda Hamilton, right? Cause she's the bad guy. And then uh, they realize that they have the same goals. Mm. Which is take down the those greys. The greys. Yeah. And Ver? <laughs> um, like Mike with a dye kit and looking at his pubes. Let's take down those greys. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> if you tell him in confidence, it will come out on the podcast. Yeah, I did just say, I guess say this on the podcast. <laughs> I did confidently tell him that. I didn't say keep yeah. it a secret. I said, I dyed my gray pubes today. <laughs> your hands were on your hips and you had your foot on a chair like you were discovering the chair. <laughs> That's confidence. Uh, all right, guys. We have covered the whole episode now, which means, of course, we got to go to moments of the week. Because as we discussed, this is a new thing we do for the main event. Uh, so, Ryan, I'm going to start with you. What is your moment of the week? Uh, man, this one's so obvious that you could probably just listen to me and then cut Mike and Caitlin's mics. Like, yeah. this is stupid. Uh, Darcy's so hurt. Harry turns into a nine-foot-tall <laughs> alien without pants. And she's like, oh, okay. So, okay. The weird guy's a dinosaur. Uh, but Aston, <laughs> you're still my best friend. And she doesn't fucking care. At all. I had and Harry's Harry, reaction of Harry not a dinosaur. Like, <laughs> alien not wearing pants over here. Um, but no, uh, Darcy's so in love with Asta that she can't help but just be relieved that like it was a legit secret to cover up. Oh, you were doing this because you know an alien. Uh-huh. Thank dinosaur. God we're still tight. Not like aliens exist. No. He's been one the whole time. Doesn't None matter. of that. Just it was adorable. Yeah. Uh, Mike, you said yours was Harry's reaction? No, 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 no. I said uh, I had Harry's reaction of uh, not a dinosaur because you know how I am about dinosaurs. Yes. Uh, I have two. One is there very... Are some, there's some dinosaurs that are quoted to be not the mama. But, Mike, you're very often quoted as not the dinosaur. Yes. And then you will hit that whatever it is. With, with a, a frying pan. With a frying pan. Correct. Uh, a very small one is Jay and Darcy call each other cheese and do not yeah. explain it. It's so endearing. <laughs> Loved it. They do say it has nothing to do with cheese. It has nothing to do with cheese. Uh, and then mine is, uh, you know, we love the sheriff, but it's, we love how he talks, but it's his not talking. When the mayor says he is not going to go forward with the resort, the sheriff's non-reaction <laughs> noises uh, and then being placated by... Wanting a loop de loop for the Hot Wheels, <laughs> all of that, man, gold. Yeah, he throws out a Hot Wheel, and you're like, "There's no way he's gonna take a Hot Wheel," but it's the sheriff, so he's like, "And one of those tracks where you gotta make sure the car goes fast enough around so it can make it around that loop." <laughs> <laughs> that is Cassie. <laughs> well, you gotta have all the good stuff. Uh, Caitlin, do you got a moment of the week? I I do. So with that same sheriff moment right before that, we hear about the resort, and he talks about uh, how the resort is gonna attract a lot of. He says first hookers. He's like, but then they're woke. So it's going to be sex workers because they'd like to be woke. And this, his whole conversation, I can't repeat it, but it was very good. Um, but my actual moment of the week has got to be the snack moment, guys. When baby baby Bridget is sent off and Harry's left with the snacks. Yeah, <laughs> it was, you, you forgot your snacks. I will, I will eat them for you. I will eat them. Because that's how I feel every day. He's so life. hungry. He's a hungry guy and he loves milk. It's disturbing. Uh, my moment of the week is that one, that moment with the sheriff when they are talking about the sex workers, but he follows it up with his reasoning of like, I just want to be as respectful as I can to them hardworking hoes out there. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the perfect like if I sum up the sheriff right there, that's his fucking quote. Like, and it was classic like sitcom dialogue. Like, well, I don't know what they know, they want to be called. Uh, not hookers. I should call them se- sex workers. And then you know right after that is the punchline of those hardworking hoes. <laughs> so good. Um, Resident Alien is Wednesdays on the Sci-Fi Channel. Uh, that is it for the main event. But before I leave, we do got to talk about a website. And Ryan, yeah, can you please tell me about a website? Yes. Uh, Cassie, you have friends? I have some friends. Caitlin? Yeah? Do you? Yeah. Not in this studio right now. Do you have other friends? Ooh, that's, a, that's a big ask. Yes? No? Kind of. I'm not going to ask you to name them. Just say yes or no. Sure, yeah. Mike, do you have friends outside of the studio right now? Of course I do. Oof. But, wow, he's confident. ladies and gentlemen, which of those friends should be nicknamed Cheese? You don't, uh, Probably uh, roughly half of your friends should be nicknamed Cheese, but you don't know which ones. Yeah. Okay. So, here's what we're going to do. You're going to go to www.cheese.org, and you are going to enter into your hard drive one of their hairs, one of their fingerprints, one and one of their sperms. And, you're, and the, the website... Just, what about lady not, sperm? Yeah. An egg. A lost egg. A lost <laughs> It can't just be like one for me, bitch. It can't just be girl cum. <laughs> no, I don't want any sludge in there. Do, don't you guys shoot out one egg every month? Yeah, it just kind of tumbles out. We gotta grab it. <laughs> We're just like chickens. So it bounces out like a ping pong ball, right? Yeah, yeah it's wily. It. <laughs> All right, so insert one egg, one. What did I say? Fingerprint, Hair, one, one fingerprint, one, one sperm. sperm, one sperm, or one bouncy ball egg. Get it into the hard drive, and we will determine which of your friends should be named Cheese. Now, it's not a nickname for everybody. There are specific Cheese people. Yes. Cassie? Mm-hmm. No, you're low Cheese. Whoa. That's the meanest thing Caitlin, you could have said to me. Yeah. Cheesy as fuck. <laughs> Mike, you're right in the middle. I don't know what the website's going to say. Cheese cusp. You might be a Cheese. You Rising. might be a Cheese. <laughs> but we don't know yet until you go to www.cheese.gov now, and figure is, out. Are the nicknames just Cheese, or could somebody be like Gouda? Munster? no. no, no. Okay, Mike, you clearly don't know how the internet works. Uh, this is I just don't. to see if your nickname is Cheese or if it's not Cheese. Cheese or no cheese? That is oh, the question. This is a this is a hot dog, not hot dog scenario. Okay, a hot, hot or not? Yeah, uh, cheese or not cheese? Again, we continue our streak of trying to build websites that were created in 2002 or earlier <laughs> when we all peaked. <laughs> Is there like is there any more is there like an info tab that explains like the nope. process Mm-mm. like okay. oh no that's all that's all like we own that okay cool. that's Do you like get a like the algorithm egg from that the we sperm own. back like after or does it like yeah. the computer eat it yeah, yeah. Well, you want we'll your email egg you the back? egg and sperm back <laughs> you can still be good serial killer <laughs> they have no, so we'll, many we'll uses. email it back to the original person who had it. Like but what if they don't know that it was stolen by their friend to find out if they should call them cheese or not? Now you're That's blowing up that friendship. Now they cheese should've... and Caitlin aren't talking anymore. <laughs> but Caitlin is cheese. I am cheese. Yeah, but she might have a friend named Cheese. Shit. Can there be two cheeses in a friend group? Yeah, no, Jay and Darcy are both cheese. Mm, true yes. that. True oh, that. I love that. Two valid points out of you two. <laughs> wow. I have no further questions about this website. It's Because uh, it's per- the perfect website, Cassie. Yeah, it absolutely and Cassie, is. Cassie, uh, to not be a cheese is not an insult. I mean, it feels no, insulting. No, no, no. You have a different nickname and you have a different website. Okay. I think to be a cheese is an insult. Caitlin should be the most mm. offended. <laughs> I'd like cheese. to be, but I'm not. 
Cheese. Cheese. All right, Cyber. I got to send you to my friends. Um, I don't know if they're cheese or not. I got to put it into the website. They're they're, cheese. C- they're net, and they are your friends for a digital world and confirmed cheese. You heard it here first. <laughs> um, but they offer a lot of things. They offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They are also they handle so much stuff. You guys, they handle security, maintenance, backup, speed optimization. Uh, they work hand in hand with you. They focus on collaboration. It's also easy to manage. If you want to get your hands in there and you want to drag and drop uh, using their tools, you totally can. That's cyberspread.net, your partner for a digital world, the cheesiest motherfuckers out there. Coming up next, our pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. All of them? All of the shows we watched this week. This week, the only show, the first show, the last show. It's all is She-Hulk. On this week's episode of She-Hulk, Jin is on an unplanned retreat at Blonsky's home slash meditation resort, where, with the help of some stone-cold weirdos, she ends up working through her feelings of being unwanted after she was ghosted by Josh. Speaking of Josh, in a last-minute twist, we find out that this motherfucker has ulterior motives to dating Jin. Taste buds, I ask you. This episode spent a lot of time at, at this retreat and not moving plot forward, but were the character moments enough to make up for this lack of plot, or could you have used more? Look, this is Listen. a sitcom. Fuck plot. Fuck the normal MCU nerds. This was my favorite episode of the show so far. Hey, Mike, are you getting a little tired, though, of She-Hulk saying fuck you to the MCU nerds? Which they do in every episode? Yeah, just be a fun sitcom. But they got to draw attention. It's the first one. They got to draw attention to it. Over and over again I guess, on the first. Do you know what I'm looking forward to is season two of She-Hulk when they can relax and just be a fun show. And then don't yeah. have to be like, we're not your grandpa's MCU. <laughs> I Okay, so a couple things happened with me in this episode. One, I uh, was so upset by Daredevil not being in the last episode that yeah. I didn't care in this episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two, I have been talking about this whole season. Jen is a fucking pushover. Welcome, Matt. Just walked all over. And I need her to deal with that. And look. To be Mike, I will say, look. look. But to do it in a therapy session is the weakest way to do it, screenwriting-wise. Mm-hmm. But they did it, and it was effective. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I'm back up on this one. And a therapy session that includes uh, Man Bull, Saracen. <laughs> not Saracen. That's... Yeah, Saracen. Saracen, the kid from fucking Friday Night Lights. Uh, Wrecker. And then I don't remember the Matador's name, who would get very mad if I called Elagula. him Elagula. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man Bull. Is the best way to do it. They and porcupine. Don't forget porcupine. Porcupine was delightful. Were none of these characters too much for you guys? Mine specifically was the dude who came from uh, the construction worker group. I know the wrecking crew. Yeah, no, it was a wrecker. I thought it was Thunderball. I'm pretty sure it's wrecker. (laughs) Mike and I don't have to do this conversation. Let's figure out which member of the wrecking crew this is right now. Uh, these, and I will tell you guys that these are all Marvel characters. Yeah. Mar- that they're, none of them, I think, was Immortal Man created for the comics or for the show? No, no. that's no. Great Lake Avengers, no. bitch. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, me so and Caitlin, Caitlin no. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, all of these people are uh, also from Marvel Comics. Not that's- only are they all from Marvel Comics, because uh, the internet's a weird and fantabulous place, they all f- have fought the Netflix Defenders. These are Daredevil, Power oh. Man, Iron Fist, Villains, yeah. Oh, a lot wow. of them are actually Jessica Drew villains. Really? Yeah, I love Jessica Drew. Me too. I love when you two can just nerd the fuck out together. By the way, did you guys? Uh, I didn't watch this r- with me and Mike's wives, but if I did, uh, 
Did you guys get a little Mike and Ryan energy from El Aguila and Man Bear? <laughs> when they were like, there's something Could you guys here. just separate, please? Could you just be apart for 10 seconds? Everyone was like, hey, this is a, we are dealing with a lot in this session, but uh, come over here. We have another issue. They need to be separated. They Every once in a while, Mike and I will fucking fight till we destroy a car. It destroy a Prius. Just, look, there's chairs everywhere. We just want to sit next to each other. <laughs> just got to. Um, yeah, I mean, there was like... It, there was something about this episode where everything is it's the marry me effect like everything is oh that <laughs> everybody's absolutely calling not. it that ryan <laughs> it's the marry me effect it's what you would expect but delightful yes. so marry me but more like bury me in a coffin until i suffocate bury and fucking me, die bury me <laughs> um, I was just hoping because we had Mr. Immortal last episode, and then this episode we were just getting all these. Like we got Man Bull first. I was like, there could be Squirrel Girl here. There could be Squirrel yeah, Girl. This is our moment. She's gonna have her own show in eight years. She I fucking think, got to. I think the problem is that Squirrel Girl is in the worst position of being in this like perfect B tier, mm-hmm. where A tier gets movies and C tier She Hulk can play with, and Squirrel Girl's like on ice because yeah. she's right in the middle. She's just too good. Yeah. She's too good. For Caitlin's and next I'll... birthday, we're breaking the Disney Plus headquarters and stealing the free form <laughs> pilot of Squirrel Girl. Oh, Planet it. for December. <laughs> Get into motion. We got to go now. Um, What'd you guys plan for my birthday? Oh, we have this VHS <laughs> yeah, we to watch. We heisted a, <laughs> a VHS. Does anybody know anybody who owns a VCR? <laughs> What if that's it? That's the entire night is a bus because we don't have a VCR. <laughs> we end up going to different Goodwills in order to find a VCR. Never find. And one. then it's just Mike holding a flashlight up while Cassie and I run with the uh, just video real by real the as fast as we can. <laughs> one of these scenes will. Caitlin, watch your movie. <laughs> um, back to She-Hulk. Sorry, Shulky. <laughs> Shulky, it's Shulky time. Were you guys just so glad that um, our girl Jen got to work through this thing? Because, I mean, it is, in our hearts, Tatiana Maslany. Right. And she finally got to realize that she is enough and she doesn't need to compare herself to She-Hulk. It was amazing in two ways because they were like, hey, we care about Jen, not She-Hulk. And then she got to shrink back down into Tatiana Maslany. Mm -hmm. And that was awesome because she's one of my favorite actresses. And I no longer had to watch She-Hulk up there, like, being CGI terrible. There's a point where she walks over to who I'm going to call Thunderball, but Mike's going to call Wrecker, and lifts him up by the shirt. That was the worst thing I have ever seen on screen before. Have you yeah. not seen Scorpion King? <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, I have not. But no, like, shit in theaters. all we wanted is for her to take agency. And yes. Like, Jen is good. That's what mm-hmm. she did. She gave a three-minute speech of Jen is good. Jen is good. Mm-hmm. Ne- and I was so happy. And Jen doesn't need Josh or anyone to validate her. Bitch. And it's just because Josh lives here. Are you guys getting crazy ex-girlfriend vibes at all? Yes. yes. Every time. Oh, Mike, I brought this up last week, I thought. Did you? Yes. Yep. I did. Well, oh. Mike gets what he says on this week's episode by listening to Caitlin last week. Yeah. yeah. That's why this I sound so smart a week later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I drank. Okay, Caitlin? <laughs> And oh. this is when we've been meaning to bring it up to you. Mike and Caitlin are going to get a divorce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is ruined. <laughs> Look, we said we would never mention that anytime we say my wife and my husband, that's each other. You guys <laughs> fucking blew it. I do. I don't love the fact that. Sorry, were you guys done with your little tete a tete? I think so. Uh, I don't like the fact that when I saw Jen happy, I was like, my first thought was, oh, Josh is Hydra. Mm-hmm. Or something, yeah. but Josh yeah. is bad. Josh it's, is bad news. The, the internet has been for the last week has been like, I bet this. Like, it is the most obvious move to make. 
that she can't just have a guy who's sweet who's into her. And he's Would you uh, say it's the marry me effect? It might be the marry me effect. I don't know what that means, but I will say it and I condone it. This will be my last episode of Superheroes. Uh, I'm fucking I can't do this. Great, he's a Pepe 4chan guy. Like So that makes it all so much better. Wait, grosser. hold on. If his name is not Josh, we didn't know what comic book character he was based on. He just said, my name is Pepe Forte. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck, here he is again. And it, Jen's like, oh, hello. Pepe. It does mean it's, it's the, it might be the grossest thing we've ever seen a Marvel villain do. He seduced her. He fucked her. He took a naked picture of her and sent it to somebody else and went, LOL, yeah. LOL, LOL. Uh, yeah. And I do not think, I like this show. I do not think the show can handle how monstrous what he just did was. Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, that was the one part where I was like, because he like even sent it like one. I was trying to figure out what the combination of emojis that he sent fully meant because there was a vial and needle. Who stole and her blood, a- bro? Thumbs up. <laughs> but like, what? What is the picture for then? Yeah, the like, picture is just because like, like, he's I'm a creep. Shit also, I <laughs> fucked a hot girl. Mm, yeah, that one I don't know because I think it's got like two more episodes. I don't think they can fully make no. that bring justice to that moment no. with what they've been bringing. What if so, She-Hulk just literally rips him in half and we see his spine? Would you guys be like cool the with that? Yeah. yeah then we're, now she we're talking. Eats him. Then eats they could him. do justice. Yes. <laughs> just unhinges her She-Hulk jaw. Yes. <laughs> Wait, not even like breaks him apart like a chicken, but no, like, no. Oh, like a snake. Anaconda, like... <laughs> That's what I want. Just straight down the hatch. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> He's not texting Titania, though, right? Mm. No, what? I thought it was like straight to no. almost like posting. It was Titania. No. Titania? Titan- Am I saying that? Tit- Titania? Titania. No, he's like on the 4chan or No, it wasn't to the 4chan. There is Back King way. Hulk runs the 4chan. Hulk King. Mm. Hulk King, and he was texting him. So is it the leader, Samuel Stearns, from 2008? Is it Maestro, which is the Hulk from the future, future imperfect? Who knows who Hulk King could be? Is it Thunderbolt Ross? Is it Betsy it's, Ross? Look at this nerd pop off. And <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is. I thought I was on the superhero <laughs> show show. He, You're not going to nerd shame Betsy me. Ross? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't believe that being on this show that covers TV shows based on comic books, I still feel like I'm in high school. <laughs> With the hottest these. girl in school laughing at me because I have a Spider-Man comic book. Look at these motherfuckers who know how to read and then read comics. Uh, Mike, it's Tim Blake Nelson. Yes, the leader. It's the leader. Samuel you Stearns. You just said three first names. <laughs> That's my guess. Star they, of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? I think Jamila Jamil is a poorly used, and I do that. I say that because of editing. Uh, uh, distraction. Or, distraction, yeah. yeah. No, she's not a mastermind. Well, leader is a mastermind. Leader's his head mastermind. is gigantic. His head is jig. He, it looks like Mastermind's head from the cartoon he's got like movie. A, a, mastermind. His mind is mastering. Also, mastermind. They blew their load and revealed he's the big bad of Captain America: New World Order. Mm-hmm. Also, leader. I'm sorry. This is America. You should be called Gallon. <laughs> <laughs> go back to England. <laughs> on that note, on that high, we got to go to moments of the week. I know everybody wants it to be that Ryan moment, but it's got to be from the show. So, Mike, what is your moment? No, it's that Ryan moment. Fuck you. I'll go to my grave. <laughs> Leader, your name should be Gallon. I'm out. I'm not answering anything else. America! And then just dive USA. out the window. USA. <laughs> USA. 
Mike is diehard for you, Ryan. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to Caitlin then. What's your moment of the week? Uh, my moment of the week is there in the middle of the circle of trust and everyone's kind of getting more comfortable in Porcupine Guy. He finally reveals his face and takes off his porcupine face. Yeah. He fucking smells so bad. They're like, fuck it, put it back on, put it back on. Did you guys ever like break a limb? Have you ever had a cast uh-huh. come <laughs> yeah, And the then like the smell? green smoke that comes out because Ooh, of the nastiest. disgusting Ooh. old sweat. Yeah. Have you guys yeah, ever been friends so with happy. Caitlin? And watch her take a hoodie off. <laughs> Ooh, that smell. The green lines. <laughs> Caitlin, buy a second hoodie. I do. I have three hoodies on, and that's why it gets real good when I take them uh, off. Yeah. You don't have to wear them all at the same time. Yeah. She's got it. That she fixed what 27 dresses and never did. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what's your mom of the week? I'm going to go a little out of the box here, Cassie. Um, okay. I've been struggling with She-Hulk, as I've talked about every week. Mm-hmm. Um, as you guys saw... Last week, we were at the studio, and you saw my wife furiously trying to catch up. She yes. did, and we watched it together. This episode was the first one we watched together, and my wife has been out on MCU since Endgame, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done. I'm fucking sick of it. I have a daughter to raise. Like, I don't need this anymore. Yeah. And then she watches She-Hulk, and she's like, oh, this is awesome. Going back to the marry me thing, like... I, I'm so tired of Thank stupid you. MCU shit. Thank you so much. I just like the oh they're having fun and doing rom com stuff mm-hmm. and watching it with her. And sometimes she gets a little talkative. Mm-hmm. She will. She'll. She's. She is one of those persons. If she if she gets to a certain point, she'll be like, "Don't go behind that door. Don't go in that closet." Like she'll. Don't you don't you don't talk to that man. You do not talk <laughs> to that man while she's watching. <laughs> and it was a fucking blast to not to watch somebody not care about the MCU stuff at all. Just like yeah. be into the rom com part of it. I do think that did have a, a little something to do with me liking this episode so much. Yeah. So my wife is my moment of the week. Oh, I, I, I have one now that's not Ryan because he just revoked it with that bullshit. <laughs> Perfect. Do you know what made me feel sick in a way I think the show wanted me to? Uh, it's in the the Jen and Josh montage in the beginning. And their first date, she has to take a shot before she can go out. Oh, yeah. And that yeah. made me feel like I wanted to give her a hug. What a yeah. great character moment that's like, this is upsetting. It's like 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Yeah. Say, it's like they clearly showed you, like, it is daytime. She like, has no is... roommate. Yeah. She's not partying with anybody. No, she is, is not okay. And there was, like, stuff she did after. Like, that was so early on. Like, there was still more to do in the day. I was like, hell yeah. Perfect. I don't like seeing me on screen is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cassie, I have one more. Uh, if he has one more, I have one more. Tim Roth was uh, walking Jen out to her car and just going off on the fucking bullshit I hate of like, well, remember, if your weaknesses are stronger than you, then you're not stronger than your weaknesses. And remember, always try hard because if you're not trying hard, then hard is trying you. And just Jen saying, despite your platitudes, I'm glad I stuck around. And I I think that about this show, like, despite your kind of lameness sometimes mm-hmm. it does make me always glad that i stuck around yeah uh my moment of the week is just when all the guys are gathered around and they start uh chanting uh delete it so he she will delete his number so cute so perfect out of all these the the most random group of men you've ever seen all getting her to delete that number i just loved it can i get one more yeah absolutely. <laughs> she says i'm i'm hurting for a year <laughs> for a year and it was very good mike do, did you actually have one more no fuck <laughs> God damn it. Can I get one more? Yeah. No. It was when Owen Wilson was said to J-Lo, I'll be your She-Hulk. <laughs> you and said you didn't, didn't know watch. what it meant at that time. And we were like, what? 
Let's uh, use Wild Man. <laughs> <laughs> She-Hulk is Thursdays on Disney+. Plus. That is it for the poll list, which means it's now time for X-Taz. Welcome to X-Taz Mania, bitch. A mini show within a show where we take an in-depth episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal and underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men the Animated Series. When the episode Secrets and Not Long Buried opens up, we see Scott on a solo mission just flying a plane. How bummed are you guys? Because you guys are all... Uh, Scott haters. Fall people in that you hate the summers. Mm-hmm. Oh! Yes. Uh, and I was stoked because he's the single greatest character that's ever been invented. I like almost texted you that like this is your best week Wet in dream. like yeah and yeah. like i w- this is like 20 minutes of like pure pain for me i almost texted me this is your wet dream and cassie why do you use that term wet dream so <laughs> I don't, it's, it's a good one you're always saying wet dream to people <laughs> it's it's everything oh we're getting pizza tonight this is your wet dream you really call everything everybody's <laughs> wet dream uh cassie can you fax these papers to the other business oh yeah i bet you would like that that's your wet dream <laughs> I don't know what your job is. It's faxing it. It's always faxing. faxing everything. And it's faxing wet dreams. Telling people what their wet dreams are. (laughs) To say what's up, this is your wet dream. Absolutely not. Nope. So Scott is on a solo mission. He's in a plane. That's a drop. (laughs) Was that clean? I think it was. I think we were all sitting here silently waiting to see how Cassie would end that sentence. It's not clean. (laughs) Uh, But Scott is on this plane, and we find out he's trying to find a Dr. Prescott in Skull Mesa. Preston. Preston is a normal name, idiot. Prescott. Yeah, no Arizona Prescott. It's really not Prescott? It's Prescott. What? It's Prescott. Right, it's Prescott. Look it up, you idiots. Yeah, bitch. Well, she said Prescott. (laughs) She meant to say Prescott. You said it. No, it's... Yeah, Yeah, but you said it's Preston. That was an overcorrection. You said You're having a fucking wet dream I overcorrected. I'm sorry for my wet dream. It's Prescott. All right, look, let's all sit here and apologize for our, uh, <laughs> our wet individual wet dreams. <laughs> but yes, so he's on this mission, and um, during it, he does have... A, so we can all know who Dr. Prescott is. Uh, we do have to have a flashback, and I believe this is all new footage yeah. that for a flashback, right? Rare new footage. Not? I don't know if there's any previous X-Men animation in this episode. Yeah, no, there is. is. Uh, (laughs) i knew the second i said it somebody was gonna fire back no 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 there is well that's how we find out this doctor apparently just took in uh scott at some point in all lost orphans um but also teamed up with xavier because he believe you know what he believes that mutants deserve an equal chance and isn't he such a great guy dr taylor preston had prescott fuck okay see (laughs) dr taylor prescott ran a normal orphanage Found Scott, who was bullied for being different, even though they're all unwanted. And then, at some point, hooked up with Xavier and started taking mutants to him. Because we got a flashback to OG Cyclops uniform, which I fucking loved. I knew. I with knew. the hood? Yeah. The little, I had the, the action the, figures of the OG5 in that uniform. Because when Caitlin talks about her hoodies, they're like, they're loose on top, right? Mm-hmm. And his is What tar- we need is that, like, skin-tight wrap-around the head. Swimmer's cap. Yeah. Skull cap. <laughs> Like you're a, yeah. a lady from the 40s about to go swimming. Yes. <laughs> and that was the X-Men. <laughs> and that was the X-Men. Uh, but after this quick cutback, we do go back into the present. And that is when Scott gets shot down by this terrifying bug slash bulldog thing. The a most bug? fucked up creature I've seen. Uh, terrifying until he opens his mouth. 
And he's got the smoothest, <laughs> the most surprising voice. voice you'd ever hear. Which his name is Watchdog. Yeah, yeah, it's Watchdog. His name is Watchdog, and you would expect him to be like, "I'm Watchdog," and instead he was like. I have shot this it's, airplane down. Ron Funches wasn't around in the early 90s, but if this came out now, it would be played by Ron Funches. <laughs> Absolutely would be. Um, but this dude shoots him down, and when we get Scott shot down, we do get a very Top Gun moment of cool. him ejecting out of the plane, taking a big old tumble we, once he does hit the ground. We learned that you, when you eject out of a plane, you got to leave the chair behind. You Otherwise, if you don't leave the chair behind, you're just bouncing on that chair the whole way down, and it just hurts you even more. It, but I would like to land in the chair. What, what is so wrong about this chair? The way that it was bouncing. Yeah, he has like, a bruised anus like... and taint for yeah. sure. <laughs> he cannot stand after this. Like, like the chair would hit the ground and come back and hit him more. Yeah. Like it was an extra slap the chair yeah. was used as. Also, what a lot of people don't know about Scott Summers, a.k.a. Cyclops, is that he shoots beams out of his eyes and his anus. And if, <laughs> if they rock that anus patch that he's wearing. They're going to get blasted. Gonna... Yeah, they're going to get blasted. Yeah. Uh, when Scott Summers, and this is why I love him. Uh, when his plane gets hit, he says, what in blazes? Yeah. <laughs> that is the most Scott Summers thing I've ever well, heard. Well, it's because it doesn't get hit. I think Watchdog is telepathic and just kind of starts to rip Scott's plane apart. Oh. Is that what happened? I couldn't. The I wasn't there fully there with the animation, but it could be that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot of deciphering at this point in the run. <laughs> it's abstract. It's kind of like art. It's kind of up yeah. to the viewer as to how it went down. He's like plane crashed, and then all of a sudden he's like, I can't use my powers. Yeah, I think he no hit his head. <laughs> yeah, which is how he got them in the first place. A plane crash. He hit his head. After landing on after a plane crash, oh, wow. that's how he got his powers initially, oh, wow. and then it happens again. Much <laughs> like if you <laughs> if you get hit in the head with a coconut on Gilligan's Island, you will get amnesia, and then the only way to get your memory back is to get hit again. Oh, wow, we don't have moments of the week, but that's my moment of the week where they brought it back. We're like, now it's gone. Now you have no powers. <laughs> but luckily. He doesn't have his powers, and he's lost his glasses, but he reaches into his pocket for his second well, fucking <laughs> pair of glasses. If your powers were death by eyes, wouldn't you also be covered in goddamn ruby quartz glasses? Hey, Mike, here's a, here's the second question. If you're a fucking nerd with a nerd vest and fucking nerd qualities, would you have your nerd glasses, a second pair of nerd glasses in your nerd pocket? <clears throat> yes. <laughs> I rest my case. So yeah, he puts on his little cool guy nerd glasses, um, and then he tries to flag down a person in a jeep. And when this person does eventually stop for him and come back for him, he is fucking pissed. Yeah, it's weird to scream at somebody to come who comes back to your hitchhiking ass. He was <laughs> so rude, he so just, rude. Literally, the dude wasn't like, "Hey, where are you going? Do you need a ride?" Scott literally jumped in his jeep and was like, "You didn't see me," and I was like. Whoa, bro. Whoa. I have to say, watching this episode, he's still my favorite X-Man, mm-hmm. but I'm starting to get it. You see it? Well, like, he's a fucking asshole. There's also yeah. a difference between X-Taz Cyclops and the comics Cyclops. Yeah, the comics is worse, dude. He's he's such a fucking asshole. Is he a worse asshole in the comics? Yeah, because he's so racist or species. Like, he's so mutant forward. But here, he could have said, Oh, that was crazy. You didn't see me, but thanks for the ride. Instead, he said, what the fuck, you idiot? A, <laughs> I hate you. Bit of a chip on his shoulder. 
He's got some real problems. And it turns out this guy who picked him up is the doctor. So the doctor briefly checks out his head back at his house. Mm, but not and enough. Then and also the coroner. He had to mention that. Oh, yes. Also What's the coroner the has two jobs here. And does the most extreme doctor thing you can do, which is flashlight in the eye. Yeah, and that's all he does. And that is like, hey, he didn't even give him a right. diagnosis. He was just like, you hit your head. Um, let me flash this light. And he's like, great, perfect. Well, that's just concussion test. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> even. How do you know if, it's, if a man is okay unless you touch his penis? Ryan, uh, I think you need a new doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of my uncle? Instead of your uncle doctor. At this point, uh, after this exam, uh, the doctor starts acting exam. a little weird. <laughs> he does. Um, I'm just going to let it be. The uh, <laughs> He starts acting weird, and this is when Scott starts screaming for a second time, which is a <laughs> little more deserved. Head. Come on. Yeah, this one, like, the doctor is, like, flashing keys in the window and not helping him at all. But Scott is screaming about, like, just, like, needing to find this one person and the fact that this dude like nobody in the town is welcoming him essentially well, it's yeah, not just that nobody in the town's it. welcoming they sprint away even when he's with yeah. the the doctor they sprint away and slam their shutters shut yeah. and like i thought this part was interesting it felt like a x-men twilight zone episode mm-hmm. of like why is everybody running away mm-hmm. but it would have been more interesting if we had a likable lead character <laughs> who's just screaming Wait, at everything time out he got, Name me one, and we love this show. Name me one likable X Man at this point. That's Sabretooth. Storm. <laughs> it's Storm. Storm. No, Storm. she even she man, she has Beast Syndrome. They both have Storm. to say eighteen syllables yeah. per normal person's one. Storm would like bring me the postcards of this tourist town so I can let everyone know that I have been here. Jens Hunter. <laughs> Honestly, still kind of fun, though. Yeah. I'll take it over Scott just screaming about everything. Um, but once uh, it, at the doctor's place, we are introduced to uh, Bill Braddock, is how he introduces himself, I Bill believe. Bill Braddock? Bill Braddock. Braddock? Braddock. Braddock, Braddock which is also uh, Psylocke and Captain Britain's last name. Yeah, so maybe he's like their evil cousin. <gasps> well, no, that's a different character. Whoa. What? There's an evil Braddock yeah. that is not Solar. He's not related to them? I don't know. I don't have any information right now at this current time, Mike, although I will continue to do research that says that Solar is related to Betsy and or Captain Britain. They just have the same last name? That happens in the real world, but not in comics. Not in comics. Not in comics. Not in comics. Okay, so um, maybe he's related. <laughs> maybe. But we are introduced to this guy, and it's two fucked up lackeys. Guys, these two that they put with this man Whoa. are unreal. We and have One is Toad, right? Toad! Yes. One is Toad. He jumped once. I saw it. Is yeah. this the first time we've seen Toad? In I this, so. yes. And he looks exactly like Toad looked in Pride of the X-Men, the failed pilot movie before X-Taz, the with, animated series. With Australian Wolverine? Yeah. Um... Toad, I thought Toad was in the first season, but what I'm thinking about is, remember those guys, Avalanche and... Pyro. Oh, yes. Pyro. 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 It's because normally Toad. Toad hangs out with them. Toad is normally like Magneto's number two. Uh, do you guys know what happens to Toads when they get hit by lightning? It croaks? Same thing that happens to everybody. Actually, else. Caitlin, that's a much better line than <laughs> what is from X-Men. <laughs> But yes, this dude straight up looks like a medieval, like almost hunchback, but take away the hunchback for no. Oh, do you know what happens when he parks his car in the wrong spot? What? It gets towed. Ah, there he is. He did it. And um, then so it's have- Toad, Braddock, and Chuck. 
Chuck? Oh, Ain't that Lisa. right, Chuck? Yes. <laughs> Wait, Chuck. Oh, is Chuck the cowboy with the invisibility? He just says off-brand yes. Indiana Jones. Why <laughs> is Chuck here? Chuck <laughs> is a mutant character from King of the Hill. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I don't understand. Um, um, but they, you know, they do some vague threatening and then leave. And that's when Scott goes off to the old doctor's house. We see that the doctor's house is all slimy. Slimed. Something has happened. Goo everywhere goo. there. Just goo. goo. Just fucking goo. goo. <laughs> like bright goo. And um, so Scott obviously starts screaming again because, I mean, who knows what's happening. Is Scott a Karen? He's a little bit Scott's a Karen. Scott is, a, Scott is the mutant he's, Karen. He's not a Karen. Yeah. He's just a mediocre white man. <laughs> Which is worse than a Karen. Yes. <laughs> hey, Scott, start a podcast, bud. Uh, while he's here, though, obviously the boys come back. Uh, Braddock, who is Solar, um, and his team, they take him to the cave. Uh, then they show that's where the doctor is at, and the doctor has just been in a suspended a state of suspended animation. And there's like course. a ton of gold or something. Yes, mm-hmm. the town Jules. is. There's yeah, a there's a gold like, mine. Yeah, the town is Jules. Built fuck on you! Did mine. you not watch this? <laughs> I thought it was Jules too. Did you not? They say gold were, so many times. They were like colorful it looked, though. It was like a. It, it was a okay, but they say the gold, word gold though. a bunch, and then they even have a gold statue built to Braddock. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, girl. All right, maybe that was made yeah. of jewels, Mike. I thought it was jewels too. It, it looked sparkly. It, it was sparkly like jewels. Jackass assholes. This is what you're gonna <laughs> fucking <laughs> die. Oh, this I is the mountain you're gonna die on. This is the gold mountain I'll die on. Made of gems. <laughs> <laughs> Did we pass the part where Braddock was like, well, hey, Summers, uh, folks don't take kindly to strangers. And he was like, oh, is that your town motto? Yeah. <laughs> yes. We passed that. There's also the point where he's like, hey, I'm a mutant. And they just laugh at him and they go, we do not yeah. care. And you know what, dude? It's because of your energy, Scott yeah. Summers. It's not that you're a Bad mutant. It's because you're a fucking dork. Yeah, he tries to rally the town essentially to help him. He's like, and hey, Wolverine like, would have had it done in one second. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And he was like, "Hey, we're like, this is one dude. We're all mutants. We all have powers. Why are you guys taking this?" And they're Fuck just you! like, yeah. <laughs> uh, "Which this is when he's like tied up. Like, essentially, Braddock was like, hey, 'Hey, I'm gonna make an example of this guy.'" Um, and show the town what happens when you do this. And eventually, despite his terrible speech, the town does. Uh, there's one armadillo dude. I don't Tusk. Tusk. Tusk who, Who's, uh, he's uh, taking out the trash or something, right? Yeah, Part of his power is to have a smaller tusk jump out of his shoulder yes. blades. Well, he, no, he mentioned he has a wife and a baby. I was like, is that where you keep your baby? Yeah, that's what I thought head? too. Like, yeah. Right? Maybe. Yeah, that was, uh, we got a brief introduction. They were like, this is a family man. Um, if I was him, I would keep him in, like, Italy, right? Tuscany? Tuscany? Uh, Sorry, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all thanks to this tiny husk that burst out of husk that uh, Scott is free. Uh, and then the other mutants rise up. They do take down um, Solar and uh, eventually... I don't know, take down a statue. I don't know. Do they kill him? Did you watch this episode, Cassie? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know Shred if I did no, They Very don't kill detailed. him. Uh, Cyclops is like, well, I have to take him back to the authorities. And the old doctor's like, well, why don't you let us handle him? And Cyclops is like, okay. What the? like?" That's Western the, justice for sure. Yeah. Is, so they're like, why don't you let us rip him apart? Yeah. We're going to draw and quarter him. Exactly. We're going to put. Tie each leg uh, to a different horse. 
different limb uh, to a different horse and then smack all the horse's ass and they're going to run in separate directions. That's justice, Good. if I've ever seen it. That's what you would have let happen? Cassie, you're the Cyclops of this podcast. That is the meanest. Earlier when you said I wasn't a cheese, I thought that was the meanest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> you're but it's not a cheese. Right you now. are Cyclops. This is a Ooh. fucked up episode, Ryan. Um... But this episode ends on a high because it is just the Scott, uh, Scott and the Doctor just like walking off into the sunset but, together, yeah. catching up. And, and the Doctor's like, "How are you, Scott?" And he just goes, "Happy," like a friggin' dingus. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Guys, can I ask you a question? Who would win, Skull Mesa or the Cowboys of Moo Mesa? Ooh. I'm a Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Moo Mesa. You are? Yeah. Because the cartoon or the video game? The cartoon. I've only played the video game, I've so I don't know. Only what you're played the about. cartoon. Mm. Oh, that conversation between me and Mike is done now, Cassie. <laughs> Perfect. And so is the episode, which means it's now time to go to our awards. Um, first thing we're going to start it off with is most 90s thing. Cassie, Ryan- it's been a while since I've won. So Didn't you win last week? Yeah, but that's been a while. It's been seven days. It's been a whole uh, week. I'm going to ask for all five points this week. Oh, you can make it ask, but you're going to have to bring it. Thirsty bitch. So, thirsty little bitch. What do you got for most 90s thing? Uh, it's the return of Westerns. We had, in this in this time we had Unforgiven, this episode of Extaz. Like Westerns are back, baby. He's not They're even back. naming other ones. I don't want to help, so I'm not et cetera, naming them. Et cetera. We all know the ones. Know. There's so many. Clint Eastwood, the Quick and the Cyclops, Dead, Wild et cetera. Wild Wild West. The only one I know. <laughs> Mike, what do you got for most nineties? Uh, random. He is the mutant who was like albino with a brown bandana on, and his hands turned into guns. I had an action oh. figure of him in the nineties. The most nineties thing I can think of is I'm huge and beefy, Venice Beach style, and my hands turn into guns. My skin creates flesh guns. Mike, did you think it was weird when Random fought awkward? Yes. So random. <laughs> so awkward. Random. But also, uh, I loved that action figure as a kid. That's I feel like you were probably the only person who managed to get this action figure. Like there was one in production, yeah, and it went to you. He started out as an enemy of X Force, then he was their ally. Come on! Of course, he knows the whole backstory. Caitlin, what do you got for most nineties thing? Uh, most nineties things. I have Solar's uh, beautiful headband, his mm. sweet sweet headband, and with that eyeliner. <sighs> also, can I point out that, uh, and I only know this from uh, subtitles, Solar having two R's. Mm-hmm. That feels oh. very 90s to me. Yeah. Let's add another fucking R in that name. Just Sol- R- a, little, R. a little pizzazz, a little flair. Uh, my most 90s thing is that little walkie-talkie phone thing that Watchdog and Solar use to talk to each other. For no reason, it just has a little knob that could turn the channel like a TV, but it is like an RC remote control <laughs> car, and wow. they just threw a lot at it. Um I'm going to have to give that to Mike, though, just because yes. he was so passionate about his little action figure, and I, I can't deny that. So well, If you do that, though, I can't get five points. Yeah, you are oh, you are no. out of the running for five points. Um, so sorry. I will go to best gasp line, though. Mike, what do you got for that? Okay, this is not a good gasp. Chuck, he speaks in a thick southern accent, wears a cowboy hat, does not wear a normal Meetings costume, uh, is talking to Scott about Tusk, who does look to be African-American, he says, better let that boy get back to work. I am not cool with the son of their calling a black man boy. And I Oof. legit gasped out loud. Oof. I didn't even pick up on that one. It's There's some moments where you're like, oh, wow, well, this was this was the early 90s. <laughs> the huh? 90s. Oh, wow. Uh, Caitlin, what do you got? 
Uh, I gasped when there is one of the townspeople. She was just had green skin and she, I feel like runs away from Scott more than anyone, mm-hmm. like completely slams the door. The does not, yeah. The gardener, yeah. she doesn't hear him out at all. And then when Tusk throws his little baby armadillo, she comes up and she protects him with some like big old broccoli trees. Like surrounds him and somehow trees Trump, Fire because they couldn't blow, you know, fire Absolutely. holes through the trees. And I Thick love that. And I gasped. Thick stocks because it is mm, a broccoli. A broccoli. A broccoli. <laughs> Obama. <laughs> Ryan, what do you got for best gas line? Uh, my best gas line is when Scott was like, his spaceship was being taken apart and he was like, what in blazes? <laughs> I remembered. Uh, last week's episode where they zoomed in on Rogue's butt and I gasped <laughs> just about the shot that I had in my mind. Remember when you were going for five points? Was it that you no longer can and you just decided to throw it right in the fucking no, trash? these are all of my attempts at going for... <laughs> I still think that that was so good I'll get another point and uh, that's worth two points and I will get five points. He's delusional in so many ways. Uh, my gasp line was when that tiny husk was birthed out of main tusk because at first it was just like this is just a beefy dude. His power is he's kind of got a hard shell some horns and he's big and then there was like no hold up let's get weird with it he can birth his son out of his shoulder blade it was like a, a tiny diamond moment with yeah trolls. It, was, it was a trolls moment um i am gonna give that moment to caitlin though just because of how she said broccoli um <laughs> so broccoli. she deserves it broccoli i had no idea broccoli had four or five syllables <laughs> yeah there's a lot uh, there. cassie this is gonna make it impossible for me to get five points unless you bring a really good one ryan we'll see um, next one is going to be best use of power. Caitlin, what do you got for it? The power of community, obviously. Everyone coming mm-hmm. together in order to save save their town and then tear apart their their uh, that bad guy. That's fucking inspirational. Thank you. That's deep. Ryan, you think you can beat that? Yes, I do, Cassie. It's the toppling of a statue, which is the toppling of a regime. That's the power. Mm. Bring the gold statue down. Yeah. No more icons to the fucking <laughs> evil people who have ran our life before. We are going to bring them down. Bring them down. Bring, bring them, them down. down. Bring them down. Delete his bring number. <laughs> they did also, Scott was carrying around his own tiny little Yeah, that was also thing. a statue. And he, they were like, hey, we'll put this one up in place. So I don't know if they did bring down. Or they shrunk it. It's a lot smaller. But it I will say smaller. that that thing that he said uh, or that he had was his last name was Prescott. Mm-hmm. Which I said that it was, and they said it was pressing. You did back me up on that. Up. Yeah. That was right. Thank you for that. Uh, best use of power. What do you got, Mike? Uh, Scott's use of sarcastic manners when Braddock says, "You calling us liars?" and he goes, "No, a helpful <laughs> lot like you." Um, in the midst of all of his screaming, he did find one moment to be extremely sassy. <laughs> in between all of that, um, from the sass monster, he's a sass monster. For Bessie's power, I do have the power of that little lizard to um, use his tongue to wake up Scott once he crashed from the airplane. Um, just great little lizard. <laughs> Love that guy. Yep. Not, uh, a, not a mutant or just no. a, a literal lizard. A literal lizard came up. <laughs> kind of like Scott. Like Scott. Did you hate like, this episode, Cassie? Cassie, you deserve a point for that no, one. No, I mean, this, that the lizard, one. like, they threw the lizard in there and it was a big moment and mm-hmm. he deserves his moment. In our awards. And you're right, Caitlin. I will give that one to me. Absolutely. Okay. All right, this is looking impossible for me. <laughs> That's the best one we've ever heard. Let's go on to LVP and see what Ryan has. Oh, it has to be Toad. And it's not just because like his sticky spit works. It's that he's still rocking that I'm a Renaissance Fair <laughs> mm-hmm. Joker. Jester's that outfit. collar. 
that giant collar that he wears. That bowl cut. Everything about him. The way he like kind of hunches. I guess that's because he's a toad. I guess I just figured yeah, that just, out. Can't, you're, can't you imagine the episode before this episode where he's like, all right, guys, what should I be called? And everyone's like, toad. It's to- you should be called toad. <laughs> Look at you. Toad. You fucking toad. Fucking toad. LVP is toad. Mike, who do you got for LVP? Chuck. This blue, J- this Canadian tuxedo fucking cowboy who just says, yeah. Denim Dan. Denim yes. Dan, who he, even though he has a dope power, is easily overcome. Chuck sucks. What is his power? Just that he I can think kind of. I think he's like Nightcrawler. Okay. Or a maybe weird, it's invisible. Like, I thought it was teleport. Yeah, or like phasing. It, like, no, it's uh, become them. clear. Like a hologram. Yeah, so yeah. like he's, he's still there. He's not teleporting like Nightcrawler. He just, he's. Uh, he can't tangible, be Tangible, and then he's intangible. Mm. Mm. Phasing. Can't touch this. The MC Hammer. He's the MC Hammer of the X-Men. LVP, Caitlin, what do you got? Uh, my LVP, obviously, has got to be Scott Summers. Um, oh, wow. Well, so whiny cool. baby oh, wow. bitch over here just being bitch. rude to townspeople. Oh, really, Caitlin? Is that your town motto? Yep. <laughs> whiny, oh, whiny little baby bitch. Whiny baby bitch. <laughs> Um, and he literally can't even rally a town. The person who is truly rallies the town is the guy who birthed the baby out of his head, which how inspirational can you be? Like, and also like Greek mythology, right? Isn't that how Zeus gave Cronus birth to gave birth to Zeus like that? No, Zeus gave oh, birth to it. Athena. You're right. Yep. And yep. so did Tiny Diamond. He came from <laughs> the head of his father. Let us forget trolls. Um, but yeah, it's got to be fucking Scott Summers. Caitlin, you're Thank obviously you. right. I, of course, have Scott as what well. What the fuck? For just screaming at everyone, but especially the doctor as soon as he saw him. that like This dude rescued him, and he was like, you little bitch. Like, Give me a better car. Get me water. I want Uber Select on this shit. Like, he walked into his house. He's like, I fucking own this place. He's like, <laughs> check me out, doctor. I this think they don't like Scott yet. because they are Scott. Scott. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, we have our demands, and when people don't meet it, it's frustrating. Game hates game. Um, but Caitlin, of course, you know the rules. That point goes to you. Yeah. Uh, our final award is MVP. Ryan, Cass- let's like, see. how do I get five points? Let's at this see point? if you fucking crush this one, Ryan. Uh, here's the MVP, uh, Cassie. I'm sitting here. I am uh, chubby. I'm brown. I have a black muzzle yeah i have a, a bluetooth speaker on <laughs> yeah and you think when i talk i'm gonna be like hey this is washdog <laughs> but instead i'm like hello <laughs> hello out there this is watchdog thank you for tuning in it's watchdog just for having a fucking magical voice mm, i respect that five points we'll see we'll see what the others bring mike what do you got for mvp caitlin already alluded to it it's tusk this mm-hmm. that there would be no heroics without Tusk. Tusk rules. He goes, I'm sick of the bullshit people like Chuck are throwing my way. I'm very strong. I can birth babies out of my back like some sort of gremlin. I'm gonna do that <laughs> and, and save everybody. Uh it's a strong contender, Caitlin. Who do you got? Cassie, there is something in this episode that is probably the most uh, underrated thing I would say in this whole episode it's most, it's so useful um, you see it <laughs> like we all need it and it's goo um, because goo. it has so many uses you can mm. catch bad people catch good people <laughs> you can tie people up you can get it's all sticking and weird you Caitlin you are three seconds away from being the corn kid but about goo <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's goo, goo. <laughs> <laughs> she do love goo <laughs> It do. has a juice. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. 
<laughs> for MVP, I do also obviously have a Tusk. Goo? Oh, yeah, <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, this club up there too for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, we were not on that same wavelength. Okay. But it was it's Scott Summers. No, she it said was it's Tusk. Tusk. It was Tusk. It would never be Scott Summers. But you did also have Watchdog. So, mm-hmm. but um, no, I got Tusk because he was the only one. Like he started the revolution and he saved bitch ass Scott. He's a hero. So. He's a hero. True hero. I did like your answer, Ryan, and I did want to give it points, but you know the rules. Like, when you match me, it's got to go there. That doesn't have to be a rule, though. That's no, a rule it's, that it's you made rule. up. You're following a rule that you made up. Yeah, yeah but legal to, precedent. If I, <laughs> if I don't follow my rules, like, what can I stand on? Who am I at this point? She's nothing um, but her rules. Yeah, so it's got to go to Mike. Which leaves for our total no points for Ryan. Really? How many he wanted points? five. I was shooting five. Cool. Um, I got one, which is even better than that. And then <laughs> Mike and Caitlin are tied with two points. <laughs> Tiebreaker. I felt like I got more. I thought Mike got like three. Mm, I have here. Even two. Caitlin thinks I should get more. But no, we only, tied. We totally tied. There's only five. I have one. You guys both have two. Tiebreaker. So Tiebreaker. Um, I'll punch you. <laughs> and I'll All right, tie break take it. it. <laughs> what? Uh, I'm going to ask the question. Cassie's going to have the answer. What character from X-Men would have been better in the lead role of... What was this episode called? Love. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets not long buried. Not including Wolverine or Scott Summers. What character would have been better as the lead of... What was this episode called? Secrets not long Love, buried. Love, secrets not long buried. Love. <laughs> I'm going to say Gambit. I'm going to say, what's his name? What is his name? Onslaught. <laughs> <laughs> Pandering. Look, she plays. Pandering. She plays to the judge. Absolutely. And I fucking Woo! hate Gambit, so it would oh, never man. be. Yeah, first of all, Mike, your choice was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Caitlin's choice was right up. Thank you. That was right off. I was thinking of characters we've seen on this show. That's a um, foolish thing to do. That I guess. obviously goes to Caitlin. I guess I'm the nerd who likes the stuff we do on this show. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's uh, fucking bullshit, Mike. I like oh, my friends. I, here comes the excuses. I'm sorry. I'm the person who loves America. I'm sorry. Um, that is the end of this show, though, which means it's now time to just plug things. I gotta send all you guys out for what? No, get get out of my studio, Ryan. I need you out right now. I need to hear more walking. There needs to be three of you leaving. Perfect. Now I need to bring in all my Welsh listeners real quick. (laughs) Believe? Nope, not Welsh. Get the Welsh ones out of here. I want the Australians actually. Yeah, sorry. You're next week. Maybe we'll see. Um, But I I am calling in all my Australians real quick. Let me hit the didgeridoo. uh, a good day, mate. A good day to you. Uh, could you please tell me this Australian that came in, um, Frank, about some websites? <laughs> oh, yeah, you call me Frank. Uh, you do websites. Uh, you can go to uh, Kangaroo on over to www.popfilter.co. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you Jimmy on Chew down to <laughs> Wombat uh, over to South London. <laughs> Yeah, am I typing in all this in the address? Patreon.com slash your pop filter. That's a good place to go. Other than the Welsh people. <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> you know, not this week, Welsh people, not this week. Okay. You're out of here. <laughs> Just the Australians. We make sense, Bobby. <laughs> um, my other Australian, who I, of course, have, um, John, uh, here, is here to tell me about the other shows. Well, John. <laughs> then, you know, I need to talk to you about the other shows. Yeah. What do you do? You're making radio fling flongs. Mm-hmm. You're making internet flimmer flams. All of it. You're doing a boomerang with the fucking forecasting <laughs> then. Yeah, mate? Yeah, mate. Okay. So, here's what you do. You hit a fucking kangaroo with a didgeridoo. <laughs> yeah. What was I supposed to do then, mate? <laughs> Other shows. Other shows. The shows. Do you hear a fucking Welsh person? <laughs> if I hear another fucking Welsh person. That's for... a didgeridoo. It's a didgeridoo. Oh, I Don't fucking love a good didgeridoo album. <laughs> Throw on a classic. Like Daniel Didgeridoo's Didgeridoo Classics. <laughs> it's a fucking good album then, mate. How do you come up with that title? Okay. So, fucking other shows. Uh, every time I miss an episode of Movie of the Year, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm like... My name is Jordan. I'm from Australia. <laughs> and all I wanted to hear was my favorite episode of uh, Flicker of the 12 Months. Mm. Or as you call it in the States, Movie of the Year. I call it Flicker of the 12 Months because we call movies flickers and nice. we call years 12 months. <laughs> no, wait, we call, yeah, movies, it's flickers of the 12 months. 12 uh, months of flickers? 12 months of flickers <laughs> is what we call it. <laughs> And I'll sit down with a bottle of Foster's and I'll cuddle up with my quietest koala bear because I don't like those talkative koala bears when I'm trying to watch a fucking flicker. And I'll be like, all right, first of all, you koala bear, let me give you a noogie. And he'll be like, let me give you a noogie and we'll fucking bury our fists into each other's heads. That sounds fun. Because it's fucking movie watching time, you goddamn didgeridoos. <laughs> Sorry, movies or is it a... Uh... What, Wait, was that is that a fucking Welsh person? I swear to fucking God. Don't worry, didgeridoo. Didgeridoo, okay. my man. I, su- I cannot tell the difference between a didgeridoo and a fucking Welsh it's person. <laughs> Have you ever heard a Welsh person talk this and look at goddamn didgeridoo? <laughs> Every okay, once in a while. So, I'm sitting down with my koala, and I'm like, first of all, noogie him, and now he noogies me. And then we're like sitting down, and we're like, I grab a forsters, and he grabs eucalyptus leaves, and I'm like, is that what you want, mate? And he's like, yeah, this is what I like. And I'm like, you don't talk. And he's like, so sorry. <laughs> so we sit down to click on a movie, mate, and we're like, oh, no, yeah. what movie oh, should we watch? <laughs> and the koala bear. And I know they're not pals, and I know they can't talk, but the koala bear's like, why don't we listen to movie of the year to find out what movie to watch? Smart koala bear. Also, the unnatural 20s. <laughs> Every time we go to watch a movie, we end up listening to the visual version of unnatural 20s. Uh, it's a good show. It's about uh, a bunch of sassy lasses <laughs> that are fucking boomeranging all about town and uh, hopping in kangaroo pouches and being like, what is life? You know? That sounds fun. Uh, anyway, I'm John from Australia. <laughs> it's John. Good day, mate. Good day. Oh shit! Good day, mate. I didn't see you there. <laughs> we of course also have Billy from Australia here. Billy, can you please tell us about social media? Erner, have you heard the koalas have the chlamydia? <laughs> I'm from Southern I'm Australia. 
what's the breaking news about koalas you have? They have the chlamydia. chlamydia? Mm, great. They all have the that. chlamydia. <laughs> um, Is that um, what you heard on yeah. social media? Yeah, I heard that on social media. I'm from Perth. I'm from down deep southern Australia. This is d- flawless deep uh, Australian Yo, accent. What do you know, course. you American bastard? You don't know. You don't know nothing. You just know what the movies tell you. You're like, oh, we're all crocodile Dundee's then, aren't we? As, 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 someone, as, as someone who's never been to southern Australia, I have no idea if this accent is accurate or not. <laughs> It's quite accurate. Uh, mate, I'm, I have to tell you, I've been to Southern Australia. Have I told you good day, mate? Good day. Good day, hey. no, good day to you. Hey. And good day to Perth over hey, there. Mate. Oh, good day, Perth. Good day. Good day to well, my name's not d- Perth, but d- I am from d- Perth. Billy from Perth. I'm Billy from Perth. <laughs> I heard they have great wine. Billy about Perth, and we can make you, a good Can you say Erner? Erner. Erner, have you guys heard the koalas? Getting too drunk at the park. They have chlamydia. At your pop filter <laughs> is where you could go on the Twitters and the Instagrams. And of course, if you're down under, at the didgeridoos. Oh. I'm going to say when you said under, it sounded like an actual Australian person there, mate. Yeah, no, I am an actual Australian person, mate. I even uh. trying to start some shit. Oh, well, good day, mate, then. Good day, mate. Good day, mate. Good day, mate, to you and also to your family. Good day, mate, to you. Well, hello there. Good day, mate, to you. Good day, mate, to you. Uh, Kangaroos have been Oh, Bobby. Abba Reginage. Oh, the Coral Reef is dying. Coral Reef. Coral Reef. Tweet and Instagram how much you care about the Coral Reef at your pop filter. Thank you so much, all the Australians that came in to help me with this. Um... Next week, we got a You're big episode. Here. You're going to want to tune in for it, especially you Australians, because it's going to be Work. the return of Pennyworth, who, in case you forgot, uh, this is the origin of Batman's oh, butler. Australians love Pennyworth. <laughs> Pennyworth? That's... It's the bottom dollar. <laughs> it's just, that's what Perth is, if you stretch it out. It was a Pennyworth. Pennyworth. Perth. They he found it love it down under. City. <laughs> we also have, that's not going to be it, because it is... Also, the return of The Walking Dead and Bat Wheels. So Woo! be sure to catch that. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin, I am me. And for me, I am all Australians. Goodbye, everyone. Gerber. 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 Coming up next, our shushy. No shushy? We shouldn't. It's too late. Okay. Do you want to do it again? Yeah, that's it for coming up next. No, just say, coming up next, the pulse. Yeah, but then Cassie has to remember that when she edits. I'm editing. I remember. He will remember. Coming up next, our pull list. No, let's do the shushy. Let's do it again. Just kidding.